Hey guys, I'm Ava and I'm Lana and you're listening to the newest episode of Nothing, Nothing That, that Concerns, Concerns You. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> good morning, America. <laughs> How are you guys? How are you guys? Welcome back to Nothing That Concerns You. Another fantastic episode for you. What are we at? Episode 13? Yeah, huh? Episode 13, ladies and gents. 13, a lucky number for you? Or is it's it unlucky? An unlucky number. Okay, that's good. That's yeah, good. Some lucky for... S- Unlucky for some. Yeah, that's I what they so. say. Anyway, I get a little bit suspicious, but really, <laughs> yeah. If it's Friday the thirteenth, I get a little bit like, mm, but nothing ever happens. So no. I'm, I'm ungrateful. I think I think Grandma's a bit suspicious. Yeah, about it. she is. I don't think she'd get a 2013 car. A lot of people. I don't think they. That's why they didn't make a 13 car. That's why they did one three one. Oh, that's where it all came from. Wow, the extra number at the end. Yeah. Fun fact of the day, guys. (laughs) So, I think we're going to get into our roundup of the week or what happened this week. Okie dokie. This week was this week the the week we had the storm? Yeah. Okay, so. Wednesday. Wednesday we had a storm. I wasn't actually, it was like hit it off, hit it. Hit. Hit Waterford the most, really, didn't it? I wasn't here. I was up in Dublin. So, um... So it wasn't as bad. It was a bit rainy, but but uh, not as bad he- as here. Yeah. However, I had got my sambas. It was my first yes. time wearing my sambas. And <laughs> I don't know you if you, we told you guys about the samba saga. Yeah, we did. Oh no, the saga. Well, just oh, the fact yeah, that yeah, if yeah. you're getting the sambas size a full size up, because I originally bought um, a size seven, which is what I am. And they were too small and I gave them to Alana and she's a six and they fit her yeah. perfectly. So I had to go buy an eight and, and they, they fit, fit me perfectly. So, so size down if you're getting them. Size up. Oh, size up. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to me. But so I was wearing, feeling, you know, stylish, like a stylish queen in my yeah. sambas. Oh my God, guys, do not wear them on a fucking rainy day. I know. I nearly, I swear I counted. So I was walking around Dublin. I, I came up that morning, so I had my suitcase. If I didn't have my suitcase as my crutch, I think I would have face planted. <laughs> I counted 11 times that I nearly fell over. First of all, the slippy streets of Dublin, but also... <laughs> up in the capital. Up in the capital. My capital, girl. <laughs> I keep calling her, oh, Miss Capital. <laughs> But also, they're so slippy because you even said you nearly yeah. fell over in the kitchen. In the kitchen, yeah. I nearly fell over in the bathroom. <laughs> so I don't know what we can do about that. Can you file the bottom of them or something? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. I think, like, they don't look like they're going. They're uh, a slippy shoe. Yeah. But as I remember saying, Sam told me that they're, like, supposed to be just for... Uh, soccer. A, for soccer. Yeah, so well, I wonder was, what... Are the soles of them kind of supposed to be like easy to glide around down? It's, they're not ice skating. I know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you need grip they're, on the pitch. They have freaking studs. Yeah, but it's astroturf. If it's like that's what they mean. Those f- these were supposed to be for like astroturf. Interesting. Yeah. I can't see how that would work. But anyway, <laughs> they're too pretty for that. They're too pretty. <laughs> um. So that was that. Then what else? You went to, to 
Eddie Rockets. We got her to Eddie Rockets, guys. Last week when Alana was talking about it, I just kept dreaming of it all week. So I went to Eddie Rockets, got a freaking fat milkshake. Yeah. Guys, she is so underhyped. Oh, so underhyped. The chip. I know we spoke about this last week, but oh my God, that garlic <laughs> mayo. You can buy it in there. In oh the, no. I actually saw a family coming out with like five bottles of like, I think it was. Um, it was like a, a kiss. Yeah, a yeah. kiss. Christmas present, just saying. <laughs> Stocking stuffer. Eddie, Eddie Rockets Girl Mayo. <laughs> it's so good though. It has, I, I, if it's not the same though, I'll be Yeah, it. yeah. Because, oh my God, I could drink it. I know. <laughs> I um, dip my finger back in. And they're tenders. So tender. So tender. It's in the name, but mm, juicy, juicy. <laughs> so yeah, definitely recommend. But like that, if you're going... Like that milkshake was filling. Yeah, it always is. And they always give it to you before the food. So you're yeah, like slurping so you're... away. And, and then, then you're like, why am I so full? Because yeah. you just drank a meal. Yeah, exactly. Basically. It's really good though. But it's it's a nice treat. What Did Maris get the Oreo one as well? Yeah. yeah it's the best one. I, it's like there was a brownie one. Sam got Ugh. that before. It wasn't as nice as the Oreo one. But it sounds so heavy. It, yeah, yeah. Like... I think we got, we were able to take them away. You can do a takeaway yeah. thing. Um, but I kind of like the diner vibe. I love sitting in somewhere for and food. And I love that they're booths. Yeah. Because um, I just, I'm a sucker for a booth. Mm. But also sometimes when there's a booth, there's like the outside seat and the inside seat. Yeah. And me and Maris, I was like, who's going to get the inside seat? <laughs> so... That way everybody gets happy and it's yeah. perfect. It's so good. Remember years ago we used to be able to like pick the song that would come on yeah. and stuff like that. Can you still do that? Well, they have them in there and our one was like lighting up and mm. it was hot. Yeah. And they were playing like the music that was on it. But yeah. I, I think some of them work and some of them don't. Eddie Rockets is very nostalgic for yeah, us. Yeah, it is. Because our auntie used to bring us there all the time. If she was minding us, she'd bring us to Eddie Rockets and we'd be like... We're hyper. Yeah, we get like an Oreo the, milkshake or the brownie, brownie Sunday. Yeah, that? and we would always come away hyper. Yeah, we like, would. So fucking giddy, and then we'd be we'd be wondering why the hell are we so giddy? And Emer used to always be like, "It's just me." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> more like the sugar. Yeah, but uh, yes, very nostalgic. So that was a nice yeah. a nice little treat. And where? What else did I the do? The weather wasn't the best now, so it was kind oh, of I like. Oh, I met Grandma and Granddad actually. Oh, I meant to ask you, did you go Sunday, to meet them? They, um, they were going to a carvery. A carvery. O'Neills. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um. Oh my, my God! I had a dream about Granddad last night being an O'Neills. No way. Yeah. Not and I, not irregular to happen though. No, I just. But he was by himself in my dream, and I walked straight past him. I was like, "Oh, Granddad," and he was like, "Hi." And I was like, hi. <laughs> he was so invested in the golf. It was like on the TV. It was brilliant. Yeah, but he was so invested that he was like in the middle of O'Neill's like, oh my God. And we were like, you're embarrassing us, granddad. He was no, making was so such good. funny sound effects. It was funny. No, that's what I did at the weekend now. I watched the golf and it was so good. Who, is it over? Yeah, it's over now. Who won? Europe won. Yay! So, yup, yup, yup. 
I think it makes it even more exciting when it's such a strong competition. Like, yeah, I, if the, it was like so obvious that one was going to win. Yeah, but not only that, I think it's because you have like the five or six best and then they're trying to hype each other up. And yeah. golf is such an independent sport, yeah, you know, so, so it's cute to see them as like yeah, a team. And like Roy McIlroy was as he's screaming. I saw that. Did you see him outside the car? Yeah. And but did Jane you know Larry what happened? Had to like hold him back. Yeah. Yeah. One of the other guys kept like trying to distract Cause him. and hassle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, no, it was so like gossipy. It yeah. was so good. And uh, it came down to like the last few holes as well. It wasn't like someone ran away with it and stuff. So, yeah, no, it was really good. I enjoyed watching it. And um, it kind of makes you think. We went to the driving range actually. Oh, nice. Went to the driving range. Straight. Yes, yeah, straight afterwards. I was like, it's nice today. I think that was Sunday. I was like, yeah, it's it was. nice today. Let's, you know, I don't just sit in and watch more TV. So um, we went over to the castle and they have the driving range there. And that's really nice. Like the deers and everything mm. look pretty. But um, I was hitting. I was doing really well. You were hitting good? Yeah, I was hitting really well. And I was like, Sam, are you watching me? <laughs> mom, like, mom, look at this. Yeah, I was they? like, Sam, are you watching? He was like, well, from the sound of them, they sound good. And I was just like... Why, were you not in the same cubicle? No, so there's a kind of like fencing between each one. And you can, oh. like, I just got my own set of balls and then like Sam got his and I was using his clubs. Okay. So, but um, I think it was just from watching... It's really weird from watching the Ryder Cup and I was trying to watch their techniques that I was like, oh, I know what I'm doing wrong. Because like what I was doing, I was just like swinging it back. And then I knew before I hit the ball, it was shit. Yeah. And I was just going, oh, yeah. And I was getting too frustrated. It is a bit frustrating when you're shit, though. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like trying to do all the techniques right, you know, but um, like holding it properly and like. Doing, I'm demonstrating now. Um, Linking the pinkies. Yeah, oh, no, but what way is it? No yeah, more. this way. Yeah, the the finger. But you're supposed to like even go like this. What are you doing differently? So like you're you link your pointing finger yeah, with, your with your pinky, but then your thumb goes underneath this part. Okay. Anyway, so um, no, really enjoyed it. Beautiful day, and then that was. Sunday so like to be honest with you didn't really do much the whole weekend was just relaxing there was no matches on Saturday was awful as well yeah Saturday was all yeah oh we went to TK Maxx oh nice yeah bought a few candles you're on a candle hype lately yeah Sam bought a candle too (laughs) (laughs) I like it I think you if you start to get on a candle hype you're becoming a mature lady yeah I think it's just trying to create a zen cozy vibe yeah and I'm trying to read more books before bed instead of watching TV and just, I need you know, to get just... back into that vibe last night I was like scrolling for ages and you were yeah like... now the only thing it's is I do for my have head. this de-stress spray that I spray I need that my... oh my god it's, it's so the yummy. lavender one is no, it no oh. it's geranium and orange <sighs> Nice. Oh, she's so good. And, and now I've conditioned, like my brain is conditioned. When I smell that, I'm like, sleepy time. Yeah, that's like me with the peppermint tea. Mm. I'll drink peppermint tea and I get sleepy so quickly. Um, But what you should get for an acute vibe is those, I have one in my room, I always forget to light it though, is the candles that crackle. Sam got one then. Mm. It was so lovely. Now it didn't crackle as much. Okay. We were kind of waiting for it to crackle. We were like... Why isn't it crackling as much? You have to be really quiet to listen to it. Okay. But I think it just had a really small 
Um, it's just like a cross at the top, is it? No, it was like a flat. Oh, okay. My one's like a little cross. Okay. We couldn't find any other ones that crackled. But... It's like a yeah. little fire vibes. Yeah. It was nice. It's time for Gossip of the Week. Gossip, gossip, gossip. Whoa, that was cr- like, um, what's the word? In sync? Okay, so we have a few topics to talk about. Avi. We went to try and talk about this this morning. Yeah. And it was just like, no, yeah, don't talk about it. Stop talking about it. So um, I think this one, if you're a pop culture queen like we are, you've seen this all over yeah. the place at the moment. The newest season of The Kardashians. Yeah. Um, first episode out, what was it, last week or something? Yeah. First of all, I'd just like to say, loved the episode. Yeah. It was so funny. I found myself like proper giggling. Mm. They were having great fun. I you wanted way- to go on forever. I way prefer watching them like mess around and like do the guacamole competition. Challenge. Yeah, yeah. I way prefer watching people have fun than like fight with each other. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The fighting's interesting too. Mm. But I just, I, f- I enjoy the banter and the good vibes yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It's just very unscripted. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I prefer that. So do I. So obviously then there was the drama with um, Kim and Courtney. If you don't know, get to know. Mm-hmm. Because this has been an ongoing thing. Oh my God, for so long. From, since I've ever watched it, they've had issues. Yeah, but this... D- this current issue this issue yeah. is basically about Kim doing a, a, a show with Dolce and Dolce. But there's way more to it. Yeah. And Dolce did Courtney's wedding. Courtney was like, you stole my wedding idea, basically. And blah, 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 blah. So they resolved it in the last season. They had convo. Everything was sorted. However, they then watched the clips from the season and the edits and what they were saying about each other. And it all rehashed again. Yeah. So in this first episode, Kim, or they were all supposed to go to Cabo (laughs) together. um, For like a family vacation. Family means everything to me, (laughs) um, according to Chrissy. (laughs) Chrissy, baby. But Courtney didn't go because they had this big phone fight before going. Yeah. So. It's at the very start of the episode. Yeah, very start of the episode. And I'm just like... Uh, it was uh, interesting how the phone fight went because it yeah. started off by Kim being like, oh, I have to do this other thing with Dolce, whatever. She was like cool, calm, collected. Yeah. Wondering would she go with her? Yeah. Like, you know, really trying to involve her so she didn't feel left out. And Courtney was like, I'm all dolce out, which is fair enough. Yeah. Cool. But then Courtney started to rehash everything again mm. on the phone and was like, I just don't think you get it. Blah, 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 blah. Kim was still cool, calm and collected. Was yeah. like, okay, I understand. Right, fine, cool, thanks. Yeah. Um. Okay, what? Whatever, blah 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 blah. Then obviously Courtney's hashing it up more. Court Kim's starting the claws are starting to come out. Yeah. Kim, like it was clear that she was trying to restrain herself, and then she was just going fuck this kind of yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. And she started like throwing things into the ring that, yeah, that didn't were like need to be said. It was it was purely just to hurt Courtney. Yeah. She was saying how all her friends talk about her and how her kids talk about her and come to them with problems and how they have a group chat about her and it was just unnecessary. Like you were winning in this fight until you stooped that low. Yeah. And like but then Courtney was like you're such a narcissistic blah blah blah, blah bitch and blah blah blah. And then Kim was like are you happy and she was like I'm happy when I'm not with ye and yeah, all um, this kind of I want to get like I, I, you guys are not I don't want you guys in my life anymore all yeah. this kind of stuff but I just think it re- 
like she was like you weren't happy for me at my wedding and I actually saw a TikTok of someone showing clips of Kim at the wedding I and saw she was this. so supportive she yeah. was so like never and Courtney complained. was just ignoring her no. Oh, I saw a different one then. Oh, okay. Well, this was them, um, like her just about to walk down the aisle and she was like, one piece of advice for you, take it slow, enjoy it. Yeah. Like she was really, let's do this, guys. Like yeah. so enthusiastic about it. So I just thought that that was like a really Rude. mean thing to say. And I also just think that Courtney has like this blockade about how she views Kim. Yeah. And she views Kim completely evil yeah she does uh, call, calling her like a narcissistic mean bitch and so, like, self-centered and I just think that she sees Kim like completely differently and I, I really would love to know where that stems from mm. because yeah Kim like but like also Kim is very much open about the fact that she's always wanted to be famous yeah she likes being famous yeah. she thrives from being and that's who she is but she doesn't pretend that yeah. that's not what she likes she doesn't pretend that she doesn't like to be in yeah. the limelight but I think Kim Courtney assumes that like all she cares about is herself yeah and if you see her as a mother you Mm. know that's not true yeah because if she did only care about herself she'd tell all her kids about how shit Kanye is yeah yeah, yeah. and the kind of shit that he does but she doesn't she like takes the shit from him and goes no you know that's her dad and you know like you know what I mean and like god forbid at the moment that she's trying to do things for herself she's just ended up like having a divorce Mm. and like you know at those kind of moments, you kind of are forced to think about yourself. Yeah. And it's like, what I, what do I want going forward now? How can I heal? And, you know, that doesn't take away the fact that you don't, ha- you have to be mean to someone. But it means like, you know, trying to seek more things to nearly distract yourself. Yeah. Or yeah. like, I know that there was a big issue around her styling. Mm. And, and Kanye styling her for so many years. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it was kind of more you know, I need to do this for myself. and yeah, like the fashion show. Yeah, exactly. So I just couldn't understand, like, Courtney went on for so long and how My she had such issues with your man. What's his name again? Scott? Courtney. Yeah, Courtney had such issues. She ended, like, they split and everything. Would you not think that if your sister went through a split as well, that you would be able to be more empathetic and like kind instead of being like, you're not even happy for me on my wedding. Stop caring if Kim even is happy on your wedding day. You You should be happy. Yeah, are you not happy? Like, I I just think as well, she was like, so many of my friends came up to me and was like, what's up with Kim on her wedding? And I was like, that is complete bullshit because what kind of friends do you have who are coming up to you and talking about Kim on your wedding day? That's yeah. a shit friend. Yeah, they're not Like, it's your wedding then. day. Why would anyone come up to you and be like, what's up with Kim? They should be coming up and being like, this is amazing. Are you, you look happy? A, you look stunning, yeah. even if she didn't. <laughs> yeah, like, I just think some of it was like... Too far-fetched. Too far-fetched. And I think as well, she's like, oh, I want to be me. I want to be me. But like, you're trying to be you so much that you're like cutting your family out of your life. But this thing of I want to be me is utter bullshit because she has been nothing but herself. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. She has changed her whole style. She's changed the music she listens to. Yeah, but she's not even me. She's him now. Yeah, she's him. So like, me is not her. It just makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And I, I think, think she's seeking more validation from everybody. And I think it's just awkward now. But she also is like, 
on this hype about a healing journey and, you know, I want to heal and good for you healing. But I think you are acting more healed than you are. You don't seem healed no, to me. No, you're acting worse. If anything, you seem like completely unhappy and like a little... um Unwell. No, not... No. Well, mentally unwell. No, I wouldn't say that. Just a little... um Delusional almost. Well... They always say you should always look out for somebody if they're starting to pull away from their family that have, would have been really close with them about coercive behaviour. Yeah. Um, especially they get into a new relationship and then they end up getting married and like there's a lot of stuff that people, you know, are kind of warned about if like these th tendencies t start to take over like she changes her whole personality she changes her whole style she changes everything about herself and then she's trying to push her family away who are actually trying to look out for her like all of those things aligning are worrying things yeah now I do think that the, the thing with her and Kim is an ongoing thing yeah. for like their life however what I do also think is she's putting a lot of this internal issues on Kim it's all Kim's fault yeah everything's Kim's fault yeah and it's like maybe we should look in the mirror and go maybe this isn't Kim's fault like you know what I mean just like yeah. and she's trying to be like oh Kim but like why did you want to do this? Like, look internally why yeah. did you want to do this? and Kim gives her the reasoning and yeah. she goes yeah but I don't think that's it it's like, you know, you're just not happy with the fact that Kim didn't say, I'm a narcissistic, I'm a narcissistic bitch. bitch and all I care about is me. Yeah. Until you hear Kim say that, you're never going to be happy yeah. and you're going to keep fighting with her. And she's not. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. She's like definitely like obsessed with herself. Yeah, and of course. you have to be to be in that kind of industry and to be that kind of person. Yeah. But I do think that there's so much deeper level to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like Courtney just doesn't see that. I think that they... Kim wouldn't be able to get along with everyone else in the family mm. if she was that type of person. Mm. They'd all call her out on it. They're that type of family that yeah. call each other out on that shit that they don't take a lot of shit from each other. Yeah. So like, I think she'd be the one sitting by herself if she was the, really the issue. However, there is a massive kind of like other part to this and it's the whole Travis thing and how Travis was so obsessed with Kim. Yeah. Kim being or he he was so obsessed with her that it, he moved to Calabasas just and to just her. to see her and knowing she was married yeah knowing she was married knowing just to be in her vicinity and he did go on a few dates with her they and everything on a lot of dates and yeah. apparently in his book there's like a lot a of memoir chapter. yeah his in his memoir there's a lot of chapters that she's mentioned in yeah. and how obsessed he is with her yeah like and then somebody else said uh, on TikTok I think it was that they thought that that was definitely the reason why they're all lovey-dovey in front of everybody mm. because it was nearly like to get his attention away from Kim or to show off to everybody. But I don't think the lovey-dovey thing is just her thing. No, it's not. So I don't know if I believe that. Like if she was just like dragging him over to a corner all but the time. Like you've seen in movies, you've seen on things where like if you saw your ex-boyfriend walking across the way and like... You want to make them jealous. Yeah. Like, you'd be trying to kiss someone else or you'd be, like, putting their arm around someone else. Is he trying to do that? To Kim? With her sister. With her sister. Oh, this could have been you, Kim. I don't know. Is that... Like, I think that's... It sounds fucking weird, but he's weird. He is weird. Yeah, I don't know. But the thing is, as well, is there's a lot of, like... 
is that just a Kardashian thing? There's a lot of interconnected relationships. Like, apparently Kim ha- is has this new boyfriend now, I just saw. Yeah. And his name is something Odell. And okay. he dated Chloe. Interesting. And Justin Bieber dated Kendall, dated Kylie, dated Courtney. Courtney. So, I th- like, is that just their thing? I know, but there's a difference between dating someone and marrying them. Yeah, I know that, but he didn't marry And he was obsessed, Kim. like, literally sitting across, or probably watching through his binoculars. Yeah, through to <laughs> marry this Odell guy who dated Chloe. Like, yeah. you don't know. No, you don't know. So, I don't know. Like, definitely the, uh, the Travis thing is a weird obsession. And I think that he's just a weird guy. Yeah. But I don't know if He gives this me is, creepy vibes. I don't know if it's the root problem to the Courtney and Kim thing. I don't know. Because the Courtney and Kim thing has been going on for ages. Yeah, I know. But there's definitely, like, there's way more to it. And I want, I think Courtney really I wants her to... I just think Courtney's fucking jealous of her, Alana. Yeah, but I think she wants, like, she's going back to Travis, given out about Kim. And Kim, or he's just going to say, she's jealous. She's jealous. Like, yeah, be- but Courtney's actually jealous. Courtney's the one I get, jealous. like, full jealous vibes off, vibes off Courtney because Kim is very driven. Kim is very successful. Yeah. And Courtney was always, well, I, it's my kids. I take care of my kids. And this was before Kim had kids. Yeah. So all, like, Courtney was like, okay, you be driven. That's your thing. But mm. my thing is my kids. Yeah. And now that Kim has kids and she's still a better mom. Yeah, still Courtney's a better mom. Courtney's going, what and the fuck? As, as uh, successful. Yeah, and more successful. Yeah, Courtney's going, what the fuck? Yeah. And I think it's like being a mom was my thing and now all my kids spend their time at your house. Like Mason doesn't even live with them anymore. Mason lives with Scott. Right. It's just questionable. And when they got engaged, Penelope cried. God, that's sad. Yeah. So I just think, I don't know. Did she's, you hear? She's, she's definitely, we're all flawed, but yeah. she's definitely a flawed I think individual. She, she really needs to realise that it's not just Kim. Yeah. That's she what she needs, needs to, to look re- internal. Yeah. I th- but that's what people do. People like deflect yeah. and say things that they need to actually do. Yeah. You know, like you need to look internally. That was a sentence that was said in the yeah. episode. And like, if anyone needs to look internally, I think Kim looks internally every single day, every yeah. single moment she looks in the bloody mirror. But like, Courtney needs to actually look internally and and be like, why do I feel like this towards Kim? Or not only that, have the kind of sense to be like, look, this is how I think. This is how you think. We're not going to agree. Yeah. Agree to disagree. Just respect my boundaries and we can move forward. If Instead Courtney, of like constantly going and going, where is she going to get it from if it? Courtney was the uh, intelligently mature person that she claims to be who's been to therapy and gets it. Yeah. She would get that you don't... If you have an issue, you don't instantly go, Alana's the problem. Yeah. You go, why do I have... You have to look... Like, you can't go around picking fights with everyone when everyone doesn't see or You'd feel the same... you never get on with anyone. It doesn't see or feel the same way as you do. Yeah. So, like, you need to go in, and why do I feel this way? Yeah. And, you know... Is this really going to determine how I feel about someone for the rest of my life? And is, is it, it worth gonna that? Make, yeah, make any benefit. Yeah. To just keep rehashing it and like freaking abusing each other over text message. Like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) How like immature is that? To be texting her being like, you fucking bitch. I can't believe you said that to me. How dare you? Like, you know what I mean? And and like, fuck Chloe. Can't believe she said that. And Chloe's like, what did I say? That was ages ago. Also, pick that up with Chloe. Yeah. Why do I have a stutter there? (gasps) 
But I did see that, you know, the way Courtney is pregnant at the moment and the son, what's his name? Landon? I think so. Lando or Landon? Landon. He said that he will be annoyed if it's a boy because he wanted to be the only... It is a boy. Well, he, he, this is what he said. He's like going to be disappointed if it's a boy because he said that he only want, he wanted to be the only baker boy or barker. Why do I always... <laughs> baker. <laughs> Why the do baker I, man. Since episode one, I've been fucking up that second name. That's lame. <laughs> like, grow up. Yeah, come on now. That's what, what you're dealing it, what with. What age is he? Like, 20? I don't know. He's going out with Charlie D'Amelio. Or they were, anyway. Also, I think there's drama on that show. I think I might start watching that. The yeah, I, I saw show. I saw a thing, a so, clip. Some sort of secret about the parents. And yeah, they and, if, and if they revealed it, that the whole thing would end. Like their whole kind of sponsorship, their ownership of anything would end. And, very interesting and I saw it that. was not Charlie, Dixie, Dixie was like hyperventilating. Like she looked like she was having a panic attack about this. Strange one. Mm. She was like, I'm just so sick of this. I just want to tell someone. Oh I was god. like, I was like, oh my god, have they been abused or something? I want to watch. That's good promo. Yeah. <laughs> just sad. Too. It is. No, it is sad. But is but like they, they posted that for a reason. They, that's what I was just about to say. I know. I know. I know. So I have another thing. She's been keeping it secret that I saw on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh no, TikTok, sorry. Of course, TikTok. And I need to get your reaction now. I only saw one video. I didn't see anything else after that, so I don't know. But mm-hmm. I saw a video that said Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer are dating. Stop it. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God, a dream. Which I would den- genuinely believe yeah. because... When the reunion happened, they talked they about how they had a crush on each other in the first years seasons, ago. Yeah, and it was kind of like missed moments. Yeah, and, and he was se- he separated from his wife from a while ago now, and like, like she's sing- single Pringle. Yeah, is she? she is single Pringle. She's been single for a while now. Did she not get married? No, no, she didn't. Oh, sorry, she did. She married um, Brad Pitt. No, that and was ages ago. That yeah, was yeah. Ages well, ago. He, she did get married. Yeah, but I thought she got married recently. No. But maybe that was Courtney. I'm thinking of. No, she definitely didn't because she never remarried after that. And everyone was like, oh, they were meant to be like, you know, wonder where they'd ever... Go. Yeah, they are friends. Well, um, like amicable. Yeah, but um, they were so cute together. I did yeah. like them together. Yeah. <laughs> but um, fucking Brad Pitt cheating on her when he was doing Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs.? Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yeah. I was like, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> we were obsessed Family with that fortunes. Game. Yeah, but remember Mr. So and Mrs. So good. And Had we the paddle. To, yeah, but we used to pretend to play Mr. and Mrs. But like sister edition. Yeah. And put the door in between us and then make our mom ask us questions like, who's more likely to um, not clean the bathroom? And then we'd like... <laughs> Alana, <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> that was a great game. I was obsessed with that. Yeah, that was fun. Um, but yeah, Ross and Rachel, Ross and Rachel, OG babies. I that love would that. Be a nice, happy, complete, oh, a full circle moment. That's what I was just trying to visualize. Yeah, no, I think they deserve it. She deserves. It. I want her to be happy. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like. She had he issues. Though, has no, he? he hasn't. He's really got jowls. Yeah. Jowls scare me. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They really change someone's face. Do they? 
You know what? Like, look at me. Oh, oopsies. Look at me right now, right? Yeah. And then... <laughs> She's trying My skin to... is so firm and tight, I can't even do it. And her eyes are getting massive, which is doing it. So it's like a million things side. that are what scary. <laughs> Why is this so... Mm, Gwashing, are you? <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Imagine if my face is like that. What's with the eyes? You look like Frankenstein. <laughs> like, it doesn't it? Isn't it so ugly? It makes no difference. <laughs> it does. Gels are ugly, guys. Oh, wow. I'm really afraid of those. Jaw, Botox. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see him in a few years and her face will be like frozen. Yeah. <laughs> frozen in time. <laughs> Did you know that actually there's people who are freezing their bodies? No, there's not. I swear not. to God, so that they can... Um, I read... So I listened to a Stephen Bartlett, Diary of a CEO... No, uh, talking about AI. Listen to it. Very interesting. Kind of scary. But anyway... <laughs> Yeah, so then they were talking about it because they were talking about AI. He was like, oh, there's these people who like, you know, when you have like a donor card. Yeah. They have like this freeze my body card. Oh, my God. And you have to ring this special ambulance that comes really quick because you have to be fru- frozen, frozen <laughs> really quickly. Yeah. And they're hoping that when AI develops, they believe that you'll be able to put their body into a computer and they can live forever. What? Now, this guy, who was the guy who invented AI for, like, Google and stuff, Mm. um, he was like, I don't really... There's no evidence at the moment to say that that would work. That you could separate the soul and brain from the body. Like, these people think that the brain, the soul, and the body are three separate entities. Okay. Well, this guy thinks it's, like... Formed together. Like, it's all linked together. Yeah, so how could you put the brain and the soul into yeah. machine mm. and leave the body yeah as well as that like how could your brain would your brain be taken out or would the brain no, still be there no they freeze your whole body yeah but say this but like new technology the brain to stay alive needs oxygen no, and if you're on ice you're dead I'm not saying you're not dead okay but you're not going to decompose yeah, but you come back and you're just brain dead. Your yeah, brain I don't know has how to stay works. going. Yeah. Your brain would have to be taken out and hooked up to some fucking machine. Yeah, but I think they freeze you before you go brain dead. So there's a, when you die, you don't go brain dead straight away. There's like a certain amount of time before you go brain dead and they freeze you before you go brain dead. It's like putting chicken in the freezer before the date goes out. <laughs> mm, I'm sure that's the same. But like the chicken's not fucking moving. Yeah, no, shit, they're no, frozen. But, yeah, but that's what I'm trying to say. That I don't think, like, the brain can't function. The but, brain can't function without oxygen like and blood. Yeah, but it's like it's almost frozen in time. Uh, look, I don't know. I the don't believe it. But apparently <laughs> it would work if they had the technology. But he doesn't think the technology would be existent. But apparently it could work, theoretically. What the fuck? Don't quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little scientific this morning. <laughs> Something else I saw this week, which I thought was kind of cool. Did you see the sphere? Yes. Wasn't oh my God, so, so cool. cool. So it was How did that exist? So it took like f- five years to build. Whoa. Two billion euro. Whoa. And... Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a stadium <laughs> in... Las Vegas, yeah, um, where you two are doing the residency, yeah, and the whole like roof of the stadium—it's in a sphere, 
shape and the whole roof of the stadium is screens and yeah. they do these cool like look it up you'll see it on TikTok straight away so cool cool projections and stuff like this but apparently it can be seen from space what? yeah Why, how is that possible? I don't know well the whole outside of it is a projection as well Oh my god, that's So they incredible. were projecting things on the outside of it and the inside wall. Now I did hear a few people say that they felt like kind of like funny vertigo-y yeah, and yeah, yeah, sickness yeah. and stuff like that. But there was a girl from I think like Today FM or something that went to it and she was reporting back and she was saying how um, it was like at first a little strange but your body kind of just got used to it. Yeah. But yeah. I saw crazy. a video and it was like when the the roof it was like it looked like a square shape, but it was actually obviously not. And the roof was coming in on top of you yeah. and then pushing up again and coming down. I don't think I'd like that I part. don't think I'd like those projections, but there was one projection where the whole back of it looked like a desert and it just looked yeah. like they were like facing the desert. Like, yeah, that's cool. That is cool. But like the ones where it was like... Yeah, like, like very... What's the geometric word? Geometric movement. Trippy. Trippy, yeah. I, I don't yeah. know. That would hurt my head, I think. Yeah. But um, it would be a nice, a cool job to have, having the kind of like, being the designer of like, what people would see and, and stuff. stuff like that. It, it would be nice, wouldn't it? Totally. Totally. Okay, guys, so we wanted to talk about our main topic of the week. Ooh, 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 ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, as it's October, today's 3rd of October. October 3rd. <laughs> mean Girls Day. And we also wanted to talk about something that's kind of like relevant to the month and stuff like and that. Relevant to us as human women. Exactly. So it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. And lots of people kind of contribute their way in kind of doing the pink run or like spreading awareness, spreading awareness and stuff like that. So we kind of also wanted to do that. Breast Cancer is kind of close to us as well as our grandmother had it a few years ago and, and even you know, breast cancer aside I think I can't name one person who hasn't been, been through something not even through something but like in some way affected yeah. by cancer as a whole yeah exactly Either family members themselves whatever so I think it's a topic that touches everyone yeah exactly so as it's kind of um, October is the main month that it's focused on. Mm -hmm. We just also want to make sure that people are aware of this. Yeah, just spreading awareness. Yeah. And, and I think it's also, there's definitely misconceptions about young people mm -hmm. and breast cancer and how, oh, it's not, it's not as, or like it's more common in an older age. Yeah. Or I don't need to check because I'm younger, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And that's not always the case. Yeah. Even I saw like Primark did are doing a campaign where they're yeah. doing these underwear bras specific and stuff like that. And there was like two women on the campaign who were like 30 something and had it and had one was talking about how she was told she was too young and how she kind of had to advocate for getting checked. Like yeah. they weren't even going to send her for a check. No, I know. So I think it's just important to definitely advocate for yourself and check. Unfortunately, like we're kind of in a society as well that if you don't push it to yeah. get 
checked, nobody's going to do for you. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, so important. Like Take care of number one. Nobody yeah. else is going to do it. Yeah, 100%. So it was a few years ago that it was during this period of time that I was seeing these campaigns and stuff. And I was like, look, I just checked myself anyway. And I think I was a few years on the pill at this stage. And I found a lump and I was like freaking out. And I didn't say it to anybody. I didn't say it to anyone for a really long time. And I even told Sam and I was freaking out still I was so upset and you know like I made I made it such a big thing in my head yeah. because it's nearly told oh if you have a lump that's it you've cancer yeah. you know and you could we're not taught about you know it being a little fatty tissue yeah. or uh, a cyst or nothing Something that's benign yes correct so like all of those things were not thought about were thought about like if there's a lump this is serious, you know, cancer, blah, blah, whatever. So stupid me, I went on for so long and I didn't get it checked. And I know that my auntie was getting it checked, hers checked. And I then was told like, oh, my auntie's going into the hospital to get hers checked. And I just broke down. And mom was like, why are you so upset? And I was like, I have a lump. I have had it for a long time. I'd say I could have had it two years, Ava, at this mm. stage. And I didn't say That's it to anyone. stupid. Yeah, so stupid. Um, mum was like, okay, let me see. And mum said, let me see. And I was like, yeah, okay, no problem. So she had a look and she said, yeah, okay, yeah, you definitely do. That's no problem. We'll go to the doctor. So I booked into the doctor like that day. Went down and I explained everything and she was so nice, so kind about everything. And she said, look, I'll give, I'm going to tell you that it's like, I'm like 90% that it's benign based off of your age. And I was like, right, okay. Based off of that, I was like feeling a bit better. Yeah, just a small bit of like reassurance. So I'd say this was like maybe um, April when I got it checked like the two years later and um, after that then it took me a year and a half to get an appointment so I was like waiting three and a half years to just even have this looked at and I was thinking the whole time like god forbid it was fucking anything like you're two three and a half years into yeah now I know two two years was my own fault yeah, yeah. like and I take full responsibility for that however a year and a half isn't yeah I know but I also think that that's why people need to yeah, go take as action fast. quickly. Yeah. Like. So went and got it checked, got, went and had a biopsy. It wasn't the nicest experience as anyone, you know, would know. However, the reassurance that I got from it, like, yeah, was, was so much it. bigger than anything. Like, I remember them saying, like, yeah, no, you're grand. And I was like, what? I was nearly not expecting that mm -hmm. because I built it up so much in my head and... I was so stressed. I think I ended up getting a sore throat because I was so stressed. My immune system was so down and I was just in an absolute panic. Okay. So tell us about your like actual experience going in and getting checked. Because I think that, <coughs> as you said, you worked it up in your head so much. Yeah. Yes, it wasn't a nice experience, but it was kind of like... Um, the reassurance you got from that was worth the experience. Yeah. So maybe if you could just explain the process a little bit. So... I went in and because I think I was by my, no, I was with mum. She, I think she was working or whatever. So she was with me and. That's the benefit of having yeah, a mum nurse. Yeah. She can come into <laughs> everything with you. <laughs> so um, I had to put like the gown on and stuff like that. And I was just freaking out because look, I have like medical anxiety to another level so that's just not a good vibe. But um, so obviously I was going to build it up to be the worst thing in the world. And you're so 
like not prepared to just have your boobies out. Yeah. <laughs> and there'd be, be five people just looking, looking at, at you. Yeah. And like, I'd be very small or whatever. So I was just like, you know, close to my chest, nearly putting my hands across myself, you know, and I was just a bit cold as yeah. well. It's just unexpected. And it's nearly best if you wear like something like a shirt or something like that. So you can just kind of button down mm. or like something that you're not like pulling like layers a body and layers. Suit where you have to pop yeah. the bodysuit and like peel it off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So and just something comfortable, really. Um, And then there was an ultrasound done, which... No, no pain, absolutely nothing for that. And then they said, okay, we'll do a biopsy. And what actually just hurt was the anaesthetic. Okay. That was the only part, which would be like as if you were getting a tooth out. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So Kind of expected. Yeah, you know, you know like y- you kind of have to be a little bit silly if you're going to not think that that's going to be a pinch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just think the the only part that's kind of like nearly like a block in your head is that it's your boobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it was your knee, you wouldn't be half as stressed yeah. or, you know, your toe or, you know what I mean? It's kind of like not the norm to yeah. be just out and about, yeah, you know, yeah. with five people. And and they're all like, you know, see a boob every day. So yeah, just like, five yeah, or whatever. six boobs a day, whatever yeah. it is. They're so like, like, this is just another day. And for you, it's kind of like, oh, I, I know exposed. exactly. It's just not comfortable. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable. So that's the only thing. And you kind of have to put out of your mind that like, that's it's weird yeah. it's just not weird yeah so I was like look I'm doing it for myself like they're not going to remember who and the fuck I am <laughs> some people as well who might be a fuller chested lady yeah they usually put them in a clamp do they the mammogram okay yeah because I was a little smaller <laughs> <laughs> The, it didn't work. <laughs> so they just did the ultrasound, which was like, you know, as if you were doing on a baby, you know, and you can just see it up there and they can tell by that if it's like the texture or whatever it is, if it's like grainy or, yeah. you know, and then if they say like, if you can move it, it's not as, you know, fixed to you. So it's easy removable and okay. things like that anyway. And they said, look, if you're going through pain or whatever, we can remove it. It's quite small. So not stressed or whatever and I was like oh my god yeah so (gasps) all clear all good it was just a fatty lump yeah yeah exactly so they just it was benign whatever and and I was like fantastic so that was fine so a few years pass and then I think it was last year I felt another one and I was On on the other side and I was just like fuck I was just thinking the worst again again and go through everything again and then I was like look I just have to say it quicker now to avoid the build up. The build up and the stress I was giving myself. So I said it to mum again, went down, talked and I said, look, I was waiting a year and a half the last time. I don't want to wait a year and a half because my head will just go into turmoil. Can you please like try and bunk me up? And um, she was like, no problem. So I was seen within like four months or something, which was great. Went in, saw the same doctor I saw the last time and he was really, really nice and he like did the ultrasound ultrasound, and I was afraid of the biopsy because it's just uncomfortable nobody wants it so I was just like I don't want that to be done so I was thinking that in my head I knew you were just nervous for that part of it that's the only part I was nervous for this time and then uh, they were like no we won't have to do an ultrasound because based on biopsy sorry because based off the ultrasound we can see clearly that there's no kind of grains or anything like that it's literally just fat right and I was like amazing woohoo but I came out and I just burst into tears and it was awful because I think I was just so nervous and I was so stressed and I think 
unfortunately, it's one of those things though that when you it's when you get that relief, sometimes yeah. you're just overwhelmed with an yeah. emotion. Yeah, even though it might be a happy emotion, it's just like a. Whew, but yeah. it's also very overwhelming. Yeah, and I think as well this thing that I'm I don't really like doctor saying is that if you're young you don't have to worry yeah because like unfortunately we know of somebody who passed away um last year the year before and she was only 24 and it was from stage four breast cancer and your age is no different and yeah. that's why it's really really important to try and go advocate for yourself advocate for yourself and that no matter what age you are check and check again and you know I think I have to get another check now myself just to make sure that everything. About that. Yeah, I am. I'm like, thank you yeah. for contacting me because I wouldn't have gone done it because I'm like, I'm grand. But yeah. they, six months later or a year later, they're like, let's just double check for you. You know, yeah. let's keep you everything and that okay. That keeps you on track of reassurance. Yeah. Like, cause yeah. like I, it's not unsurprising that you might go, okay, well, it was fine the last time, but what if it's not now? And you yeah, know. and you're not going to know the minute changes yeah. and stuff like that. So, look, we have we have known a lot of people that have been through it and have come out the other side, which is amazing. And unfortunately, one or two people that we also know that haven't that have caused such distress in their lives and their families' lives and everything. Yeah. So it's just so important, and we we both can't stress that enough. Yeah. I think it's just, I, yeah, I agree. And I, I definitely feel like it was something before you had an experience and before that family friend that we know had her yeah. own experience. It was definitely something I didn't think about. I was like, I know. I'm freaking 18. Yeah. Or at the time. Before yeah. I knew about your experience. I'm like, that. that's not something I need to be concerned about or whatever. Yeah. And it, I think it is like we need to, not that it's, it needs to be something that takes up your day, but just yeah. like be vigilant about yourself, be vigilant about your body and know what it feels like or know what it looks like. Yeah. Because like you're the only person who's going to do that for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I completely like, agree. Help help yourself yeah. you know what I mean yeah and like the whole fear thing is a, it's true it's a thing you it's know? scary no, yeah. nobody's going to pretend that it's not scary to know that because like that's the first thing that's going to come to your mind mm. we're human that's all we're going to do we're going to prepare ourselves for the worst yeah. so it doesn't feel like such a shock when we're half thinking it ourselves mm. you know so that's why it's just like okay to feel scared and it's okay to be like I don't want to do this yeah. you know that's all normal, so don't stress about that. But like, just also remind yourself, like, the the reward, yeah, the reward you get from it, and the reward of knowing that, oh my god, I'm not terrified, closing my eyes, going to sleep tonight. About but also, like, say for example, you do find a lump and you do go get checked and you do have cancer, you will also be grateful for yourself for getting in there faster. That yeah. It is a time thing and you do need to be quick about it. Yeah. So like learn from Alana. She was really lucky. Mm. But like her waiting that time, it could have been... Could something... have been something awful. Like, yeah. And I would have been... I would have been so angry at myself. Yeah. If somebody had said to me, like if you came two years ago, yeah. this would have been solvable. I would have never forgiven myself. Yeah. So like... That's why and then, I think a lot of probably your friends and family would have been annoyed at you too. Of course they would have. Not in a, like a, I'm not talking to Alana, but just like distraught. Yeah, you know? of course, of course. Like, a, I'm annoyed that you didn't have that initiative to yeah. do that, you know, or, you know, I think people would be also annoyed that I didn't speak up about yeah. it or feel I could talk to somebody about it even, you know. Yeah. Um, especially mum being a nurse, yeah. you know, it wouldn't have looked the best. Yeah. But um, yeah, I know it's just a bit kind of like uncomfortable, but needed. Yeah. Um, 
if there's anyone out there that is also, you know, has been through it and has been, you know, come out the other side, make sure you talk to your friends about it. Yeah. And I think the campaigns that are running at the moment are really, really good because yeah. that's that That's was the reason yeah. why I did that. So like... It is effective. It's really effective. And the more people talk about it and the more people kind of like are open about it, the more um, easier it'll be to talk about it yeah. with friends and stuff Less like that. Less like a taboo. So not that it is or should be. Yeah. But sometimes people get a bit uncomfortable about it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You don't know people's history and yeah. stuff like that. Especially, actually, that's another thing. If there is family history there, just be a little bit more vigilant. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So we just want to keep you all safe and happy and well. And healthy queens. Healthy queens. Um, so thank you so much for listening to this episode. Yeah. Make sure to go check yourself, guys. Yeah. And we will see you again next week. See you again next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.